This is the Kita Anime Podcast for February 14th, 2012, Episode 3 of the Winter Season. Here come the men in black. It's time for the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and Katie Data. The Kita Anime Podcast is brought to you by Daki Makara, Single Awareness Day's number one top-selling item. Basically, what Daki Makara is is a body pillow with anime girls on it. Uh, for those who do not know. Isn't that a staple for everybody to have? Is it? Oh, no. Isn't that in the otaku flair to own one of these things? <laughs> Anyways, <Maybe. laughs> welcome everybody to the Kita Anime Podcast, and I think it's a fake holiday or something today, right, Dito? Something like that. Something like that? Yeah. Uh, whatever. Something like that. If you guys know, let us know. But um, welcome to the Kita Anime Podcast, and you're watching an episode three of our second season, you don't know what we're doing? You know, we watch some animes... We make fun of them, we talk about them, and boy, do we have a lot to talk about. So, let's just oh, jump yeah. into our first one, because we don't want to be here for two hours. Oh, yeah. And our first anime is Guilty Crown, and it's brought to you by The King. Hail to the King, baby! Not Elvis. Oh. So, uh, when we last left off, wheelchairs don't like having people in them. Uh, so they get their own legs. Beware the moving death walls. And Shu takes his crown and becomes king. Or something like that. So, um, why don't you start this off? Because I hate about talking about this guy, Dito. I'm not even lying. I hate talking about this guy at all thank you because for everyone who's actually been like following the show with us and has uh, got accustomed to yahiro really probably wants to punch this kid in the face because that's where i'm sitting right now i really just loathe this character because he is like the epitome of what the priest would be in the court with the king he's like the yes man that will just do anything for the kings like that and then like and then just you know, push his own power onto it. That's what this guy is. Oh, I'm like, we were talking about it the other day, and you're like, I want to punch him. Like, I've wanted to punch him since the Dr. Ginger episode, to be honest. <laughs> well, here's the reason why, because, like, in the end, of, the end of the episode, they talked about this void ranking system to shoe that, you know, everyone would be categorized between the ranks A and F, you know, depending on how strong their void is. And, you know, of course, you said no, because he feels like that's discriminating. And then he just kind of went with just kind of just push Yahiro's uh, ideas away. Yeah. And uh, it's so annoying to me because it's in this episode, you it's clear that Yahiro's the one who's pulling the strings now. And Shu's kind of just like, all right, maybe, you know, and yeah, ah! it's what's. 
what really got, gets me is that he's now like the, you know, the president and everyone's looking at him. He's trying to like keep everyone together by like um, just agreeing with everyone, you know? He agrees. He yeah. just puts everyone. He, he gets put on the scene, he but then much, he backs himself into a corner every time, yeah. just trying to appeal to everyone. He, he, but, he essentially turns into the yes man leader, you know, where he just says yes to everything and tries to get this crazy, make sure everybody's happy when he needs to be man up and actually be a leader. <laughs> Yeah, because he keeps on saying that how much he doesn't really think he's a leadership material, yeah. and everyone else is saying that you know he'll make a good leader, but he just lacks so much confidence in his ability to do anything. Really, his judgmental ability is very lacking. Oh yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, but I have to add because you know how we like to follow this anime and just see how many uh, different anime stereotypes were the uh, bucket list that can cross out. And I can't believe I didn't call this. Why did I not call a hot, hot, uh, a uh, hot spring scene? Okay. They, the, technically they weren't, they were not in a hot spring. It was like the school's hot tub or something, but still, why didn't I call this along with the magical girl? <laughs> well, because it's already happened once. <sighs> I should have called it though, man. I feel really in the anime. And then I just thought of something else that I was gonna call, and now I don't even remember what it was. So dang it. Uh, anyways. Hopefully it'll come back to you, and then we can call it before the next episodes come out and we can be psychic once again. Yeah. Um but like I said, that was the most random thing, because it was like the second scene they show in the whole thing has nothing to do with the rest of the episode, really. Other than that, actually, heart. no, it does. Well, it, it sets it up. It sets it up for the the rest of this part of this uh, episode itself because of Hare. Yeah, you but know, they didn't have to do right it. Now. They don't have to do it in a hot tub, though. That's the thing. Well, in certain aspects, they kind of say that um, women bare their skins in the hot tub is what I think is said in another anime before, and it kind of follows true for the rest. But anyways, let's where skip in the back world are you getting this yacht. advice from, Dito? Um, I'm gonna leave that to the fifth amendment or to. <laughs> oh, yeah. you know. But anyways, let's, I want to talk about how much I still hate Yahiro because you know Punch we've uh, encountered a problem in the school where they're getting low on the vaccines. So they, that means that uh, Shu obviously needs to get his first because if he gets sick, it means they can't defend themselves against the the red the red line is what they're calling the death wall. Yeah, and the, you know what I'm so wondering just, is, I bet you like shoes already immune to it, so they're just wasting vaccine on him. I mean, wait, he's, I wouldn't be surprised. He's already proven that he's not the same as everybody else. So I just have this feeling: is like you're just wasting vaccine on this punk. No, I'm pretty sure it's Yahiro. Like everything about like this manipulation that he's doing is just so. Excuse me, aggravating to me because now the first thing is just like we must secure yours first, and then he's like, "Why should I get special treatment?" Yeah, I know. So from here, he's just getting pushed, getting pushed more into the just void ranking system again. Oh, oh, I remember what I was gonna call. I was gonna call that all the like lower ranked people are going to end up like Yahiro. They're gonna like gang up on Yahiro and like tie him up or something. He's gonna 
you know, he's going to get upserted because they find out he's hoarding vaccine. That's what I was going to say. Like, I just have this <laughs> feeling that's what he's doing is he's hoarding vaccine somewhere for I'm some sure odd reason. I'm more hoarding the vaccine than it is just being that one that wants power, you know, because he seems like that kind of character that just craves the power. Yeah. Who was the I hope who was he- that Disney character that's always craved power from the king? Uh, uh, it was in Aladdin, the Jafar. Jafar, yeah. I, I hope he yeah, cracks. He reminds me of him. Like, I, I really hope Yahiro cracks in the end. Because I think that would be the most awesome breakdown ever, though. Oh, yeah. I, I would find it ironic if his own void kills him. But anyways. Take a note, um, everybody. Dito called it. <laughs> I call it right now. Uh, Yahiro's got killed himself uh, with his own void. I'm calling this now. Yeah. But, not. yeah, so. But. Yeah, shoes all into this. Um, I'm trying to make everybody happy mode. And he goes back into his um, emo. I'm going to go hide in that random abandoned warehouse that has a computer in it for some odd reason that everybody just seems to be cool about. (laughs) And no one knows about. Well, everybody knows about it, but they're like, oh, it's just his spot. Yeah, (laughs) it's his it's his um, happy place (laughs) or something. Uh, but yeah, and then so Hari goes over there and um, let's say tries uh, to cheer him up, you know. You know, yeah, boost her morale using her assets. Yes, <laughs> and <laughs> part of her assets, she's uh, she finally stops and admits her feelings to him, and. Course Which is they, funny too because he didn't he didn't catch it at first. Yeah. She was like literally probably two steps behind when Hari was talking about this is the things I love about you. He's like, yeah, I know. Wait, um, did you yeah. just say love? Huh? <laughs> She's like, did you? Like, oh wow, he's a, he's a he's a quick one there. Yeah, I I didn't notice that you were rubbing my face into your boobs or you saying yeah, that you loved me. But oh, okay. Here's a funny part too. So in, in most cases like this, the the male when their face is shoved into some assets, they usually end up starting blushing and start getting like, you know, crazy and everything. But he's just kind of like, he's like pillow. <laughs> it's just, to me, it's just like, going, oh, there we go. It's like the shy shoe. All of a sudden just, it's like, this boobies. Kid, this kid is worse Done. than Shinji, I swear. <laughs> no, I'm not putting him that bad yet. He's getting there. Shinji, I still want to, like, if I had a choice between punching either Shinji in the face or Yahiro in the face, I'd still go for Yahiro. I'd punch both of them. But, um... (laughs) 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 But, um... So, after that, they, uh... They, um... Kind of get, you know... Shu's an idiot, and he throws away top-secret files in just a normal garbage bin. And some of the, uh... Lower-ranked ones kind of find this list and they kind of, they come up to Shu and they go, can you pull out our void so we can practice and be helpful? Yeah. For yeah. example, like Shota's, everyone who remembers Shota's void is the, the camera that opens up everything. Um, he's been placed down to like kitchen duty, opening cans, like you know, yeah. food cans with his void. So it's just like, <laughs> 
hey, like, it's faster it, than it's using like, a it traditional. It feels like it's so demeaning. It's so demeaning <laughs> yeah. just to be sitting there opening cans with your void that is able to open doors, walls, security systems, high-end security systems, and then you get reduced down to opening cans. Yeah. So, and then next thing you know, shoes in his high tower. Seriously, why is this school so nice? I don't. I still don't understand that. And why have we never seen a teacher in the said school? Yeah, I, I I was thinking about it going through, and I don't remember ever seeing one teacher. I know. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, and then remember, I messaged you like, dude, have we ever seen a teacher in this at all? And I just took a second and thought about my no, really. Yeah. Who really builds a nice school and has no adult supervision in it? whatsoever yeah like and then you know because i it would make sense since the kids are congregating there why wouldn't the teachers if they live nearby you know and most of every anime we watch you see the teacher walking home so they gotta live nearby but nothing it's the weirdest thing but um yeah so you see all those uh lower level voids kind of they run off in a group and shoes in his tower and he sees them running off and he's like oh smeg did i really do that <laughs> and uh, this well it was, it was also because that one of the uh, aunt his aunt i don't know what to call them but one of them spotted him and just like did you give authorization to let them run around voids and he's just kind of like come no. again and then he gets filled in that um, Shota and a small group of people are, are going to run to one of the nearby hospitals, try to get the vaccine from it. That was their original plan. Yeah, and that doesn't have trap written all over it, right? <laughs> of course. Of course it <laughs> doesn't. Yeah. Should I just start calling you Shota right now? Please don't. <laughs> so, please. you know, they... Of course, they fall into this giant trap, and Shu, in his selfishness, he runs off and gets them and without calling anybody else, because that's a smart thing to do, you know? He can pull out voids. doesn't Can't pull out his own void, of course, but let's just run off unarmed. That makes sense. And try to save them. So we see the uh, shadow group that's been hiding and set up the trap just open fire on these kids, and they all start panicking. And uh, oh, they spread like wildfires, just yeah. Oh, oh, I, I forgot. Shu doesn't go alone, he goes with Hari, I think, right? Uh, or or Hari yeah, is in the group, all right. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just Hari. No, yeah. it's Hari and uh, Yahiro, yeah. I don't know, I don't think Yahiro was there. No, he was, he was, oh, there. he was a driver. It was, it was uh, Hari, Yahiro, and um, Inri, actually, it was those three with him, huh. yes, okay, this, yeah. So they all. They all go, and um, so one of the guys, yeah, so um, they all, all the weaker ones start freaking out, running in directions, and Shu's like, I'm going to lead him off, so he runs off, and then uh, Shota sees this broken car and grabs Hare, and it's like, Hare, come heal this, oh, I hate how they say things like that, heal this car over here, so yeah. we can get away. You know, and uh, the the crazy guy that's always in those robots sees them and just open fire, opens fire on this car and explodes. And then Chu sees it and 
he just like runs and does his cr- apparently shoe's good at doing this but he he jumps into the explosion grabs hare and gets her out of harm's way type of thing you know in the blast radius i swear he's done this before for innery and stuff too yeah he's he's a natural he's a natural of getting natural into stupidity. explosions and pulling people out yeah um so after that Shu's hurt pretty bad because he kind of protected Hare mostly, and oh, he got he got his trash kicked. Yeah, he he. It looks like he was dead, and Hare wasn't that well no, off no, either. She no, was Hari, she was pretty hurt pretty bad too. She but, was pretty yeah. She was pretty messed up. Too. Yeah, but she would have been dead initially, but she's still able to sort of crawl, and um, so what she does is. Uses her powers to try and heal Shu as she's bleeding out like crazy. Then the first thing I'm thinking, like, why didn't you just heal yourself first, then go heal her him? Because he doesn't seem to be bleeding out, and you are. <laughs> well, so I looked at it this way is because you know she's already basically confessed to him, saying how much that like she would just be there because she understands him and. I could see why she would try to sacrifice herself and, and like a selfless sacrifice, mind you, to try to make sure that Shu is alive and well with very little consequence to herself. But in yeah. the end, we see one of the choppers that spots her and just opens fire on her, oh, yeah. but managed, managed to miss her completely. But of all the things to hit, hit like breaks her void, like just shoots the the bandage of all the things you can possibly shoot of the target like you know, yeah this big this big you shoot something this big yeah it's like come on you're qualified to fly a helicopter and you can't hit a target that's not moving oh sad stationary target and they can't hit it but you know something that's a, that it would be the size of you know a thread they managed to hit perfectly on yeah and uh so that disconnects the uh, what do you say her bandages, and yeah. she's still in his magical floaty state of bandageness, and <laughs> Hari just starts she collapses, you know, and Shu does the bomb uh, five more minutes look when he gets up, you know, kind of thing, and he looks over and he sees Hari. She's like starting to crystallize it and everything, and then he like grabs her. And she just fully crystallizes and breaks apart in him. And this, this is finally the breaking point for Shu. He just goes berserker on them. He just he just goes, you know, Asian ape, you know. Yeah. So, like, keep in mind while this is all happening, that shadow group's still trying to shoot everybody else down. And uh, you you just see Inari with her. She's like with her submachine gun, just trying to fight off everybody else. And you just see Shu walk up to her and in the most violent groping fashion that I've seen, <laughs> he, he's just like, and she's like, no, and just like gets out the sword and notice the sword is, di- it looks different too. It's like, it looks a lot more crystallized and less, you know, less tech techno looking, you know? than usual and he uses that and just takes out the rest of the shadow group's mechs in like three swipes 
Yeah, actually, you're right. Three swipes. Yeah. Um, then after that, you know, Shota just comes up like, shoot, it's my fault. She wouldn't have died and blah, 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 blah. And normally she would be like, you know, just forgiving and everything. But no, he just outright sucks the crap. Yeah, out of he just starts and wailing on, on him. starts wailing on him. It's like, bah, bah, bah. It's like, that's right. It is your fault that she's dead. Um, and like, and you, just, you just literally watch what this essence of shoe was this whole series snap like a twig just yeah complete really, 180 exactly of what, yeah. what just happened complete 180 of what his character usually is um and then right at the end he's like all right we're gonna go with the ranking system so we can get rid of all these weak people and i'm going to be the king and everybody just like looks at him at, oh. and of course that's the end of yeah. the episode yeah. <laughs> but we do uh, restart the episode with um was Asura's grandfather with the remaining group of the undertakers. Yeah, the big guy to to pull her out. Because there's like a, a political diplom or a political marriage taking place to where they can negotiate trying to get them out of Japan, you know, getting the group out of Japan. And like you know, but she, but yeah. he has to literally marry off his his granddaughter in order for this to happen yeah oh the joys of being asian dito when are you gonna get married off for political reasons uh <laughs> you know i i just need to know I when i have to go find a new co-host because you got married and all that stuff well then i wouldn't be celebrating single awareness day that's for sure <laughs> Oh, just go hug your pillow. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, this was pretty cool. Argo, he, he literally skydives into the wall, which makes me wonder, why aren't there any anti-aircraft weapons at all around the wall? You would think that. I mean, <laughs> of something like you couldn't see a parachuter coming in from the sky because they did it like in Dawn. It's not like you couldn't see something like that, especially if you have this moving wall death coming at you. Maybe they don't have anyone searching the skies. Just kind of sit there going, you see anything on the ground? Shoot it. They're, they're probably like, oh, the wall's tall enough. No one's ever going to think to jump from a plane. Because <laughs> no remember, it just got in. taller. When they... think... uh, Who's, but... Who want to get into this death trap? <laughs> Let alone get out this death trap. Yeah, so... Argo, he jumps in, and then the big guy's like, I'll meet you at the rendezvous point later. And he jumps 36 in. 36 hours. Yeah, which was kind of random. I'm like, okay. <laughs> 36 hours it is. Um, <laughs> Done. Yeah, so he comes in, and of course he sees the uh, those, those gangsters from about two episodes ago that wanted to do the coup on yeah. Chu. They're just wailing yeah. on these guys who have a va some vaccine that they found out in a truck or something. Yeah, I just oh. want to say this too. One of them, um, the one that basically Shu took his void out and hit the other one who had the gun. I just want to say his void made me laugh the hardest because it looked like uh, just two nut sacks. Just <laughs> no, really. I just saw that. I'm just going like, wow, he's hitting him with his nut sack. Oh, perfect for Valentine's Day, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it's, it's oh, I, yeah. I guess because they say the void reflects the heart, so I guess he's the dick. Yeah, pretty much. Um, 
But yeah, so Argo's going around. is like, what is going on? And everybody's like, we have to take you to King Shu. And he's like, what? And, um, you yeah, know. Like, it was calling him uh, like tight shows. So captain or president or something high up there. I don't think they're actually referring to his king. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't know. It goes well with anyway, this, but yeah. So yeah, the leader of our group, you must be seen. It must see you now. Um, they take him there and, uh, they kind of, so, uh, Shota apparently, you know, you see him. So what they're doing with the low level ones is to earn their vaccine. They have to go do dangerous things like dive underwater and recover more vaccine in like an upturned ship. And Shota, he gets like stuck in the ship and his uh, air respirator thing starts to uh, fail. We can help. Yeah. Um, And Argo's like, dude, why aren't you helping him? You have a spare tank right there. And they're like, we can't waste our supplies on low level voids. So he jumps in and hooks it up so Shota can get out. And then she's like, you can either join me, Argo, or I can kill you right now. And he, and he has like a, what, what are those, scythes? A scythe void right at his neck. And yeah. Argo's like, you can kill me right now. But you can see Shu in the back of the line. He doesn't want to kill anybody. So they end up imprisoning him. And as he's walking away, he sees Inori right there. And pretty much... Argo just talks to Inner. He's like, so your shoes bitch now, huh? <laughs> and she's like, it was my own choice to do this. Which I thought that was like the super tense moment. Um, then he's stuck in jail. <laughs> yeah. This, um, and this made me laugh too because of like, I don't know how they construct these jails, I guess out of the classrooms or something. But why not? It's it a super like nice a- school. <laughs> Why yeah, don't it, they, they have a brig? This, they turned this like super nice school into a very much looking prison camp very fast. Yeah. And then this is where it kind of gets a little weird because it cuts to a scene where eyebrows like he has, he kind of has everything laid out in a grid with like chalk or there's, you can physically see a grid on the ground and he picks up the ring from, I don't even know how long ago that, uh, that the one guy five episodes. Yeah, that the one guy tried to use to marry the general. Yeah, to marry Inari, which was weird. Um, and he he's <laughs> just like, they're collecting the pieces slowly, and after that, it cuts to uh, the well. What is he now? He's the dictator of Japan or the leader of Japan. I don't know what the hell he is. Yeah, he's in charge of Japan now, essentially. And Shu's mom is there, and I just don't understand what's going on now with Shu's mom. Because she used to be, like, against all this, and now she's working with them. And they didn't use her in that comedic face that they had her in, like, the first episode we see her in at all anymore. She's, like, this stone-cold, emotionless person now. And I'm like, dude, what? (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to figure out exactly. It's like maybe that like headgear or something on her is like controlling her. Yeah, or whatnot. because it but do, it she does, doesn't seem like it though. At the same time, it's like yeah. she is going along with their shenanigans. 
But the thing that I find the worst all the worst of everything is just that once like they meet up with Argo meets up with Shu and all the fun stuff and this is the thing that he's kept on saying because he's such a leech you know <laughs> and here's what i mean too because uh argo gets out you know gets out of prison and everything trying to find um uh, name was r arika irisa irisa i just know Aya. her as aya and cat ears <laughs> no 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 not her i'm talking about they're trying to find the grand the, the old guy's daughter iris oh iris, uh the co- Arisa, sorry, Arisa. Yeah, that Arisa. was it yeah i horrible names and yes anyways uh when he's he's trying to this whole mission is just to bring her back just to get yeah. her out of there bring her back to the grand her grandfather and that's it so as he's running around uh she eventually catches up to him and we see one of his the one of the girls that he that they, was apprehended during the whole time with argo and everything uh got put into the protection committee and hers her void is like a crossbow yeah uh she was a she went with Shu, you know because she found them on the way grabbed one of the voids from an, uh, her partner which happens to be a boomerang yeah goes and finds argo from there it was this is almost the weirdest kind of battle scene in the world because like Argo's on the top of the balcony, the exact yeah. same place where the Doctor um, Ginger Hero and Shu kind of wrecked. A, like, yeah, it's like when they met and had their fights, uh, and it's back now to this scene too. So I found that being kind of funny. Anyways, um, Argo confronts Shu, and Shu confronts Argo, so they're gonna duke it out. Uh, so we see how they Shu throws the boomerang. Argo does it; and it's just deflected so easily gets you on the ground and starts asking him like what why what's what, what changed you so much blah blah and basically has a knife right to his throat when Shu just kind of like if you have a better solution because their whole goal into getting all this vaccine and everything is to get out like they're going to get themselves out of, of tokyo you know of this of japan basically yeah so and he's at like- this point he kind of backs away because here comes leech comes up and he's just like i'm not so merciful as shoe and pulls out a gun because that's Where, the man you know, they backs down like well, what i'm wondering is why didn't he pull out his void <laughs> you know not i think i could oh well, i could see why because you know yeah a, a douche but the one <laughs> thing i found funny is this girl you know, the, the girl that was that went with him just kind of just sitting there with her little or the void just kind of like She's like, I can't shoot. I I can't shoot. Yeah, I'm like, come on. Shoot the bastard. Shoot him. Come on. Save your leader. But instead, the boomerang that she threw got stuck into the ceiling rafters and dropped a big piece of beam almost on the girl where she rescues. Yeah, she does his exploding jump thing. Yeah, Shu does his explo- a, a, exploding jump to save yeah, her. That, exactly. is this professional save jump. And saves her this time with no damage to himself, believe it or not. Yeah. But then we find that after her void breaks, she started in a crystal. Yeah. And then he he's like, she wasn't infected. Why did she get sick? And then the truth comes out saying that you destroy the void, you destroy the body too. And yeah, her was like, yeah, I knew all the whole time. It's like, I didn't tell you or you wouldn't agree to using voids like this. And, um, you know, and Argo's like, 
You see what you're doing? You're playing with people's lives. And, yeah. and this is where and it's coming down to where Shu just kind of looks at Argo and just like, you're right. And he pulls out his void and just sits there and looks at him going, I can end his life just by breaking this. And he just has like this, this maniacal, just like, cynical laugh. Yeah. It's something he's, that you wouldn't expect this character to do, but he's just like became such a, like a tyrant. Yeah. Cause you see him. That's where he like, he realizes that how much power he actually has over every single person in the school right now. And he just like, I have the power and I can do good or bad with this. And Yahiro's over there in the corner going like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I want to punch Yeah, him. I wouldn't be surprised, like, after all this, I wouldn't be surprised if Yahiro's actually still with the, you know, eyebrows and all them. You know, he's like, he's like manipulating the system to where it works in their favor. I wouldn't be surprised. And yeah. And, uh, see what happens. At, like, during this whole time, we see, uh, Ari- Arisa, she, she runs away out of her room and she's trying to let people outside the wall or all the kids know, let everybody know like the truth behind the voids. And you just see Inari show up behind her. And then the next thing you see is blood splatter. <laughs> yeah. The mirror break blood splatters. I go, what the hell just happened? Yeah. I really, I, I want to know. Did she just because, die? <laughs> yeah. Cause we know that Inari has this like deep, deep dark side and she'll kill without even thinking twice about it oh yeah so but what makes me wonder what makes me wonder the most too is that uh arisa arisa's um void was probably like the most valued of them next to hare's because hare can heal and uh, arisa's had the as a shield basically yeah so having those two would make you like, almost invincible yeah possible to beat um and then it cuts back to shu's mom and everything and this is well actually no first it goes to arisa's grandfather and of course they didn't get her out in time and the guy who was arranging the marriage with arisa's grandfather is like you failed me this time but i'm gonna give you one warning you should leave japan things are happening and you just see this like yeah, ocean the pacific full of, is tr- the pacific looks trouble approaching yeah whatever how they ever want to put it and it looks like almost every nation outside of Japan has their naval fleet coming upon them. And then it cuts off to the uh, whatever is president dude guy. And he's like, it's time. And then all of a sudden you see them looking at this pool and it looks like you see guys cross and somebody wearing it come out of the pool. So could it be guy who comes back? Yeah. But, well, no. Next episode. Yeah. Oh, but I'm, I like this anime. I, I really do. And I'm excited to see what happens next. You know? Um, There's so many plot twists in this and so much that you would expect from, like, stereotypes. Or, yeah. not stereotypes, but there's so much cliche in this anime that it, you see where it's going. I mean... Once they are in the, the bath scene, I was like, something is going to happen to Hari. And as soon as the confession happens, like, oh, there's something going to happen to her. Yeah. And then she dies. I'm going, called it. Yeah. It's, you know, I, can, I see these things happening. You know, I see it as it's unfolding. But at the same time, too, it's not disappointing. Yeah. Like, I've, I've been enjoying it. That's the thing. Um, speaking of things I'm enjoying, I also enjoy our next anime.
And our next anime is Ano Natsu di Machiru. Brought to you by the Men in Black. Cause here comes the Men in Black. Galaxy Defenders! <laughs> uh, are, are you excited that they're actually going to make a Men in Black 3? Not really. I am, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so, Dito, no. let, let's catch up on where we last left off. Alright, last time, we find that uh, in rivers near the school and everything, you have no fish, so you shouldn't be fishing in them. Uh, imagination can leave you in very awkward situations, <laughs> and don't trust anyone that gives you anything called dynamite drink. Dynamites! Um, so Dito discovered this, and uh, why don't you tell everybody? Because I kind of like the I like her other name. We came across a character that was called Lemon. And I made a comment in uh, last episode saying that who in the hell names their kid Lemon? Where apparently one of our fan subgroups was actually said Lemon in the translation, but I went and researched this a little, and it's actually Remen. It's spelled R-E-M-O-N. It's so it's it's kind of like it, just Lemon with an R. But yeah, I confirmed this with Anime News Network. So. Uh, but I still like it as Lemon, but... Then again, you gotta realize in Japanese, R and L are the exact same sound. So, it probably made sense as a translator before they saw any text. Um, yeah. But, you know, um, you, uh, it starts off on a, you know, everything seems to be normal after their binge drinking <laughs> the and day before. Kind of awkward situation left with, um, Kai's um, blemish or whatever his his forehead starting yes. to go with um, Ichika kissing it and trying to I guess make the wound go away so I guess that leaves a very awkward situation towards Kai in the morning yeah and uh, so uh, Kai has this imaginary fantasy where he thinks she just goes like you're skinny! You're weak! You wear glasses! Why in the world would I ever date you? <laughs> I'm older than you, too! Yeah! I would so. never, ever date you! And next thing you know, he's on his futon going, ah! He's like, sorry, sister, I'm so pathetic, blah, blah, blah. But this is, the, you know, we'd expect most of these comedy romance uh, animes where you have the girl usually... Uh, sister and mother and everything coming knocking on the door telling them wake up your breakfast is ready all this stuff but this is the first time I've ever seen someone respond to this by putting a note through the door like a written hand a written note just sliding through the door and just like yeah <laughs> and the funny thing is like that the crack in the door probably had to be wide enough where she could have just looked through the crack to see what he was doing but it just slips out these things like I'm staying home today uh, blah blah. I don't even remember what the second note said. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's like I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and she's going like, "Did I do something? I don't think I did anything." But uh... so she goes to school, and our favorite character. <laughs> she's yes. She. Um... Kitty's favorite laugh, mind you. <laughs> 
I like that laugh, okay? It thrills me. Um, yes, I can, I can tell it thrills me. <laughs> dang it, it just deleted something that probably shouldn't have. Alright, there you go. Um, but she's like, well, he just probably wants to play hooky today, but in her <laughs> kind of way. And she's like, oh, okay, I think so. Then it cuts to uh, Kai's other friends, which I, I love this. All of them are like hung over <laughs> and they're like, I don't really remember anything from yesterday. And I woke you up remember with the... what happened yesterday that we're talking about the movie. Uh, we had something to drink and then we fell asleep and I woke up with a, with a headache. headache. And it's just uh, like, oh, wow. And like, do you remember anything? And they're like, no, I don't remember anything. I'm like, seriously? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, this this comes down to where uh, Remen likes Remen is like an old man because the way she like pre- presents everything is just kind of like meddling so much in everyone's affairs, but same time too so like innocently. Like for example, she was asking Ichika like, "What could it be? Why he's there?" Because you know they, since everyone knows they live in the same house. Like, what could have happened? So Ichika has this kind of like. Uh, daydream about what happened on her point of view with uh, Kai. Yeah, so saying, it, go, it goes back to that. I know, I know your whole secret yeah. and everything. You're an alien and stuff like this. And out of nowhere, mind you, this is the, the funniest thing I have seen in an anime so far. Is that is like, yes, I know your secret. I'm gonna call the man in black. And out of nowhere, there comes <laughs> yeah. two agents dressed in black, like men in black. It's an animated version of tommy lee jones like two of them two of them they look exactly the same like oh my god are they hinting that they're gonna make an anime anime version of the men in black i I actually watched that (laughs) why not right possible i i I would watch that (laughs) think about it it could be a tie into the new movie and everything they could make a men in black anime but why not um (laughs) so so they're having all this discussion on why Kai didn't come to school on that day. And uh, so they're like, maybe we should go visit him and see how he's doing. They're like, maybe we shouldn't intrude and all. And then, Re- and then Remin just comes up and she's like, well, I know what I'm going to do. And, they're, hey. and she has this <laughs> giant bag on her too. And I actually thought it was like, oh, she's going to bring him food or something or more booze. Uh, <laughs> and then she opens it up. And they're like, whoa, is that an eight millimeter? And, and it's it's not like the one that uh, Kai has where it's just this handheld. It's the full on like shoulder strap camera with extendable lens on it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it just comes out like if for, you know, people who are not going to be seeing this and listening to us. It's, it's just like a bazooka put on a handgun that from the old like it little old hand cameras like think of exactly what kai's looks like but put an extended barrel on that yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what remen has yeah it has like a super long lens and everything and i'm like oh my god i i love the one thing i love about this anime if you guys have not figured it out is how much they take homage to all the old film cameras and everything i'm like oh i i i really wish i had one of those when i was growing up um, and I, I love it. And she just, you know, it's like, it's perfect time for footage. And of course, uh, blue hair girl, she's already run off first because she needed 
to do something on her way home. Katana? Yeah, which was go visit Kai. <laughs> yeah. But, but the fun, the yeah. greatest part too is like they're just discussing, like, oh, where is she going? And then you have uh, Tetsu, or yeah, Tetsu, as you want to say, Tetsuro. Tetsuro! <laughs> yeah, it's like you have him just sitting there going, like, I know where, I know where she's going. And, you know, Mio is just like, what do you mean? And then Remen comes out of nowhere and then pulls out the eight millimeter yeah. and starts discussing it and basically licenses those two to come with him, you know? I love how clueless all of them are. Seriously. I just seriously love how clueless all of them are. Um, but And then it cuts off to uh, Kai. He's he's making ramen. And <laughs> I thought this, this is funny because he's making the, like, the cup ramen, too, you know, out of the little hot water it says thing. Cup, it says cup noodle on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody like, paid a for a sponsorship. <laughs> And um, it has the little uh, Rinnan, you know, the little avatar character that uh, Ichika has. And he's like, do you want to try some ramen? <laughs> and the funny thing is they show, like, the whole process that it takes to make cup noodles. Because he's, like, putting the water, and then he's here at the door. And then before he goes, you see him close the lid of <laughs> the cup noodle while he goes gets the door. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it's like, not many, for the, all the people who don't know how to really make a cup of noodles, like the cup noodle, cup of noodles, it tells you it's a step-by-step process just by watching that segment. I know. I, I, I'm tempted just to take that clip out and post it. How to, how to make ramen. <laughs> exactly. See how many people actually come and watch that. <laughs> Um, but what I find funny now is that we have come across three characters. We come across three things that have all similar names. We have Renan, Ramen, and Remen. Oh, Dito. Can you say that five times fast? I don't want to try. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, then Kai's li- and uh, what's her face? Why do I not remember blue hair girl? Cannon. Cannon. She shows up and Kana, sorry, Kana, Kana. 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 Um, Kana. <laughs> Anyways, she she shows up and she's like, "Oh, I just wanted to see how you're feeling." I was like, "Oh, yeah, I'm feeling a little better. I slept." He's like, "Okay, let's be honest. I just wanted to play hooky." Uh, <laughs> and then he's like, "Why don't you come in?" And then all of a sudden, he go- goes into one of his crazy fantasies. Where uh, he sees Ichika come in, it's like you just confessed to me last night. Why are you? Um, why with another girl? Yeah, why are you with another girl already? Type thing, and it's like, oh, never mind. How about we go to the shop? I haven't been there in a while. Give me a second to change. <laughs> so <laughs> we see them running off to the district, and then uh, Remen and the other the gang. I'm just gonna call them the gang. Are like at the end of the fence and just see them walking off, and Remen's like, "Let's follow them. Come on, Snake." <laughs> and then Tetsu- and, T- and Tetsuro is like, "Snake," and they just yeah. kind of cut the next scene. I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> like what are they trying to do here?" It's oh. like they have already posted so much, like what would be considered copyright from other shows, and they're just okay with this. Yeah, 
And, and then there was some really good licensing and really good fingers in people's like you know sandwiches to get this stuff put in their show. Yeah. Um. And then you see them riding on the train, and you see Ichik Ichika walking home, and using her bionic vision because I swear everybody <laughs> has bionic vision on here. She sees. Yeah. She sees uh, Kana and Kai just on the train because, you know, going by. And she's like, where are they going? And she just has this crazy fantasy again where, oh, no, she's an alien. And our favorite Agent J just pops up again in the back. <laughs> Go, They're both there. They're yeah. both there. And then she just starts saying, help us, men in black. And I'm like, oh, God, there's a second one. <laughs> Oh, I really hope they're making an anime of that. <laughs> well, it doesn't um, even stop there, too. Yeah. It's a little, I'll explain later. And then so it cuts into some B-roll of them shopping. And I think this was hilarious is because it just cuts to where Kai seems to be filming. And apparently he likes to film girls and their assets. <laughs> And the other, the others, the, the the assets are. Yeah, I'm gonna just stop there. <laughs> um, and then uh, you know, you know uh, Kana catches them or like puts her hand over the camera and everything, and then they cut to this uh, ocean view. I guess I swear you just get the perfect scenery for everything. And yeah, you know they're like, she's like, oh, did you get? Did you fu- did you scout a good location yet? And he's like, "Yeah, I think so." And kind of goes into the traditional I'm blushing. Oh, I'm going to uh confess to him and everything and Dito tell tell everybody what just ha- what happens right then. Like the moment kind of is a really <coughs> oh, excuse me. It's a moment she's about to just to go and like, you know, grab his shoulder and just kind of like do the whole confession thing. Here comes Remen with her bazooka pointing. <laughs> yeah. right at him. She's just like squatting right in front of him. Yeah, and it's it's that whole like. Mo- I, I literally was just say this because there's there's probably someone out there who's going to who's going to like like well quote me or uh, correct me on this too. But in their whole moe position, just right in front, legs together, and it's like that perfect position where you just where most people just kind of go. If you have a Lolita fetish, mind you, just be like, ah, that is a very awkward position. <laughs> yeah, and I love how she explains it, too. She's like, oh, I was just so into catching the moment I forgot to hide. <laughs> yeah. um, the, and, and, and the one thing that there's a common theme in this episode is they're talking about grabbing the right moment to confess and all. So... Uh, Kana, she's trying to grab uh, Kai at that time, and then uh, what's her face? They Mio. Mio was trying to grab Tetsuo. Uh, I can't really say his name anymore. <laughs> um, and we start seeing things uh, start to uh, unravel, and um, yep. and uh, so. Um, what's funny is this whole episode is based on the old, uh, theme of a comedy of misunderstandings and, 
So we have Ichika misunderstanding what Kai said. Kai misunderstanding what Ichika said. Kai and Ichika being delusional, thinking crazy things. Then we have Kana trying to uh, carpe diem. And then we got Mio trying to carpe diem. And it's getting really complicated and I need a diagram pretty soon. <laughs> Luckily for you, I have put a diagram up and I'm going to explain this just a little. So how this uh, the so-called diagram is going to be playing out is that Mio likes Tetsuro or Tetsuo, Tetsuro. You got me saying it now. Uh, Kana, <laughs> Kana likes uh, Kaito and then Kaito likes Ichika, but Ichika likes Kaito in a sense as well. But at the same time, too, Tetsuro is, looks at Kana as because uh, you know, as a that childhood friend and everything. So there is kind of this like weird triangle thing going on itself because I know Mio doesn't look at uh, Kaito in any like favorable uh, favorable manner. So. I don't even think it's a triangle. It's like some odd shaped polygon now. <laughs> it is like. We'll just say it's like a prism. It's just going everywhere in all sorts of colors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. <laughs> Speaking of rainbows, we'll get back to that. <laughs> um, so, and then this is weird. Like, the rest of this episode is Ichika chasing down uh, Kai because Kana runs off. And, yeah, and they're just... You would- yeah. You'd expect this. I'd, I'd expect this from this kind of comedy romance is that because um, uh, Ichigo was following Kai, trying to find where it was, what was going on. Then Kai runs into Ichika, and instead of trying to like figure out what's going on, Kai just bolts. Yeah. yeah just, he just freaks running? out and just bolts. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm chasing after you. Why are you chasing? I have my reasons. Why are you running? I have my reasons. <laughs> <laughs> And all of a sudden, they land in a complete sweaty mess. Yes, and now they're trying. And this is now where they just pretty much spill the beans of each other. Yeah. You know, they're talking about it. And then she's thinking that he's figured out that she's an alien. He's thinking that uh, he actually confessed and she tur- and she dumped him. And then it's this whole elaborate mess that's going on. And then both of them together is like, wait. You know, the story starts conflict. Who? What? Huh? And then, yeah, this is the best part too. They just kind of wait. You don't, you don't know what we're talking about each other. And they're like, "What's your secret? What's your secret? You gotta tell me first. No, you gotta tell me. It's just kind of like this whole, this whole mess just goes shallow again. So now they're at like equal points again, not knowing what what each other were talking about to begin with. Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh yeah," and then Kai's like, "Oh, I haven't eaten all day." So. Yeah. yeah, so then they're on the train platform. You know, the train's there, ready to leave. And Ichika is uh, mentioned, well, sorry, the train was coming up. Yeah, my bad. and then um, uh, Kai's like, filming Ichika, her. Ichika kind of mentions, like, to, like, back on our last topic itself, who dumped you? He's just like, oh, there's no worries. No one dumped me, actually. And he's just like, who did you have a, who did you try to confess to? And he starts, like, naming off, like, Mio. He's like, no. That is Kana. And he's just like, no. Yeah. And he's like, was it me? And he just kind of like, just. And he stops crap. filming. That's right when he stops filming too. <laughs> yeah. And she's and like, that's when uh, Ichika just kind of like go, is uh, 
just sits there and goes, oh, crap. And she's the just train like, comes by. Just does, just does that, like, soldier turn and march. Yeah, just gets on the train, and the train passes by. Yeah, so this it comes down to saying, guessing at some, sometimes can leave a very awkward situation to where you'll miss your train. Yeah. I'm glad here in Utah we drive everywhere, you know? Or walk, sprint, bike, moped. <laughs> this is Utah. Skateboard, skateboard in the back of a truck. You know. <laughs> That's Back to the Future. Um, and downtown. Yeah. So uh that's all weird. And then I I I like to call this next episode the awkward episode. <laughs> because everything is awkward. Um it's the next day and each cuz she's preparing breakfast and everything and she's talking to herself going like, oh, I'll be normal, I'll be normal. Then it cuts to Kai, and he's like, oh, let's pretend to be normal. And then he walks into the kitchen, and he's like, oh, hi. Beautiful weather, right? Yeah. And then she's like, eh, yeah, uh-huh. Um, and uh, so, he, I forgot what he says. He just like rambles on like you would normally find someone who you obviously left an awkward situation with and you're trying to make small talk with them but failing in every given point so you're just kind of like how about the mets you know one of those kind Uh, of things yeah he he says something and then it cuts to uh rinan just dancing around uh ichika's feet and she just drops this knife and goes (laughs) and it misses rinan by a hair it's like, ah! and that's what's I'm just looking at going, and that's what you get for standing there. <laughs> oh, um, that was awkward. And More to come with that, though. Yeah. So they end up at school, and each because it's self study time, and she's writing something down, and Renan just comes by, and she says, "What's up with you, huh?" And then you know the, the worst. The worst part is, is that she she's just kind of like you know snaps her pencil and she's just like going clicking it back and then he just like Roman just comes up to like basically right next to her ear just like Kaito snap Kaito snap, snap. Kaito snap Kaito snap I'm just like oh man <laughs> oh I I love that that's that's it it what it reminds me of like those Family Guy episodes where Peter just gets injured and he goes ah. It, this is like the anime equivalent of that. <laughs> and I love it. Um, like, like Remen just loves to yeah. mess with Ichika. That's what I'm just determined. That, that she just loves to mess with everybody, but like specifically Ichika. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> um, and then, like, what, what's funny, and then all of a sudden it cuts to uh, Kaito just sitting on a bench somewhere. And he's like daydreaming, and he imagines that Ichika comes by, and he's like, "Oh, uh, I'm sorry about yesterday." And she's, and then all of a sudden, Ichika's like, "No, in reality, I was just taken back by it, and in reality, I I feel the same way about you." And then he hugs her, and then snap back into reality, and he finds himself 
hugging Tetsuo. <laughs> yeah, so at this point, I was just, I, he was good. He was hugging him for a good 20, 30 seconds <laughs> where he was just, and he's just, just chilling there, just going, he's like, and he's like, sorry, dude. He, he was, he, and this is, no, he's like, he's like yeah. one of your cool friends that where in your delusion, he's just sitting there going like, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. And then when he snaps too, he like, Kaito just freaks out, push him down, and just sitting there going like, uh, uh, and he's like, that should be my reaction. <laughs> yeah, it's like, sorry, dude, I don't swing that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just says it coolly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, here's your lunch from Ichika, and and this. So remember that diagram Dito tried to explain to us before. Now replace all the names with person A and person B, and person A. What should person A be? And it cuts between both Kaito and uh, Tetsuo. Seriously, I can't say his real name now. <laughs> and Remin and Ichika. And they're talking about the same thing, both sides right there. And this is a theme that goes on for the rest of it. And then eventually we'll introduce person C into the whole mix. And this is like, uh, what? <laughs> Yeah, it's like they mention how person C is basically digging their own grave. Yeah, so if a freight train is going north at 88 miles per hour and one's going south at 25 miles per hour, when are they going to meet and at what speed? It's kind of like that as you're watching it. Yeah. Um, and the funny thing is, like, I never noticed this, but Kaido's glasses, have you noticed they, like, go into this sunglass mode thing and... I was like, I kind of want glasses like that, where, bing, <laughs> while he's... yeah, like the the glare on him just like whites out your eyes, so it looks like sunglasses. Yeah, and then um, as we're all trying to figure out this A B C D W Y Z thing, um, Kaito's walking home, and all of a sudden this convertible stops by with this chick in there, and she's like, "Hey, Kaito." Are you thinking about a woman? Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, because he was coming across like in his daydream state, explaining not really daydream, but you know, he's just talking to himself, trying to like assess the situation, and everything, and obviously he's talking about having like female problems. Where this, like, what he looks over and is like, Minami-san, you know, is just like they know each other. Yeah, like, they he really seems know each other. Familiar, just kinda, like, really familiar with her. Yeah, so she basically just says, you want to come shopping with me? I'm like, do I have a choice? And he's like, no. Yeah. So there he goes. And then as he's driving away, Ichika's walking home. And she sees him driving by. He's like, who is he with? And why is he with an older woman? Because she like does what happened to Shu in Guilty Crown. The uh, boob and face type thing. <laughs> yes, but this is where it gets funny, too. Because, you know... Each uh, guy's already kind of confused with the whole situation and everything. So, and then she just goes completely gels girlfriend type. Yeah, completely gels girlfriend type. And it, it, like before, um, Rena didn't listen to what was going on before when they when she was trying to track down Kaito because, like, I'm just gonna call it because I'm not sure if it's a female, male, or female yet, but it's was asleep because of the ramen food coma yes and this time 
like she basically threatens it by saying, you remember what happened last time? And looks over and sees the knife still in the floor yeah. <laughs> and just kind of like freaks out and like, just ah! appears. Ichigo just like grabs, grabs it and just like Death holds teleport. <laughs> so they're chasing after her and then you see um, Kai and uh, what's her name? Uh, Minami Ma- or Manami. Manami. Uh, Manami. Sorry. Yeah, Manami. Go, you know, they go do the shopping thing, and this is exactly how I look when I have to go shopping with someone. Uh, carrying the bags. Do I have to really be here? <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it's funny because she drags them in. It, ha, did you notice all the store names, too? They were all, like, knockoff ones. So it was, like, the Zap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was laughing through it, just looking at the store names. And, uh, she takes him into the equivalent of a Victoria's Secret. And she's like trying on these like, do you want to see and everything? It's like, no, 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 no. And Ichika is just outside. It's like, oh, my God, what's happening right now? <laughs> but after this, like this, that scene happens, here is a picture. Like it zooms down to Renan is like putting on panties. Like just <laughs> just randomly. Yeah, I'm just like, I was laughing so hard. I'm like, that was an unnecessary but hilarious scene. Yeah. Um, then, you know, she uh, drives both of them back to her place. I say that in quotes. Not quite. Not yet. Not yet. That's, that's, I want to point this out, too. They go to the movies. Oh, yeah. Already, they, yeah. They <laughs> the thing they're watching is this is the most hilarious thing because, you know, for the, all those, all my, the people who actually know me, knows that I'm a zombie fan. You know, I uh, I like everything about zombies. I watch uh, Walking Dead, all this stuff. And there's an there's an there's an anime that just came out about a year ago called The High School of the Dead, which is the equivalent to Zombie Apocalypse in Japan. They were playing that in the movie theater in the anime, and I found that yeah. to be absolutely awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, and then these like all these scenes have uh, Ren Ren Renan doing something like ridiculous like in in the movie scene i just remember he just like pours popcorn everywhere and like ah. <laughs> i'm like where are you it's finding this popcorn just eating. yeah um and so they uh go back to uh manami's place and she's like i'm gonna go take a shower right now want to join me i was like and he's like oh dear he's just like <laughs> i respectfully decline yeah, and at this point, like, cougar much? <laughs> I found it to be, like, that older sister. That older sister where you just kind of, like, just stop already. You yeah. Know? Like, <clears throat> but after this, he's just he sits down. He puts all the stuff down, sits down on the couch, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's just like, how am I going to explain this to Ichika? And then Ichika just... Right yeah, over she's his like, head. Explain what to me. It's like, ah! and he just looks back, like going. It's literally that you see that. Oh crap! Look. Yeah, and she's just like, <laughs> it's like, come on, yeah, we're just, leaving. We're leaving. I just loved it. I love this look. He just looks up. He's like, senpai. <laughs> it's just that, yeah. that the whole that whole scene right there was just really well done. Yeah, and it just comes. This is where this the train wreck just totally comes to form because she's like come on we're leaving right now your sister told me i was taking care i was supposed to protect you and we're leaving right now and then uh manami she comes out in a bath in the bat in a towel 
And he's like, what's this commotion going on? And just, and he's like, Kai, is this your... Like, no, 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 no. He's like, his older sister told me to protect him. No, and it's like... And she's just like teasing him on too. It's like, oh, don't you know? It's love. It transcends... He's just a high schooler and everything. It's like, both of you are just so clueless and they're freaking out right there. And all of a sudden... Tetsuo comes in, comes in and is like, oh, you're here. And Ichika and Kai? Well, you two, make uh, yourselves at home. Make yourselves at home. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Too. It's so nonchalant about it, too. And then they're like, and then Ichika's just like, wait, sister? Like, yes. Nason? You know, it's like older sister, basically translate Nason. And it's just like, and she just looks because she did everything in her power trying to make make it sound like there was something going on between the two and she would just every single time like Kaito's trying to explain she's like shut up shut up and this yeah. is like the perfect <laughs> example like Jell's girlfriend that oh, doesn't want to hear an explanation yeah I, and, and and then like we find out that it's uh, Tetsuo <laughs> what's his real name uh, uh, it's uh, Tetsuro Tetsuro um is his older sister and she's married and every time she has a fight with her husband she comes to his house and the i i love this because it's the most it's the most ridiculous reason too this time it's like what do you do this time he recorded over my show <laughs> yeah the most the most simple thing in the world but you know this time coming down to saying like the like this time period that they're in it has to be like like back in the 80s or something like yeah. that you know when stuff like that was a big deal <laughs> i know and oh, it's it's hilarious so finally we solved that mystery and i'm really excited to see what else happens <laughs> because you know something else is going to happen and yeah and it, but before all that too here's this, our, our little our, it's like i find it be a little fun because um at this point Isha is trying to apologize trying to make up for himself and you know uh Kaito is just base is just says like, well, first off, I should point this out too that um, Ichika says I'll do anything for you, and the anything. first thing I'm thinking about like my daydream. Where is it? Come on, let's see. Kind of like, then, where is this daydream? First thing he says, the yeah, first thing he says like, I'm bad at studying. Teach me, and then she just goes into complete please teacher mode. Right I know. There. I was like, oh my god, I love this anime just because the guy, the creator, he makes no qualms what his other two successful animes were and he's hopefully like going in and saying here you go fans here's another tidbit from all the other animes that you loved and i'm sticking in this is for you it's like yes i'm like oh really (laughs) and then this is like weird because i've just noticed uh that this anime like it has weird pacing because for the next like minute and a half it's just full-on scenes b-roll scenes too it's not like you hear that much dialogue of uh ichika trying to get uh kai studying and all this crazy stuff you know and like so would you say it goes about like two minutes on that and the only time you actually hear dialogue is halfway through their you know at their desk and she comes in it's like i have lunch right here and it's like, but it's lunchtime. It's like, yeah, we're going to study during lunchtime. And you see him sitting outside. 
and the rest of the gang, they're inside looking through the window, and everybody's like, and she sees like um, Kana. She's like, oh, there seems to be studying hard. And everybody's like, see, is oblivious as to what ha- what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it too because it's like Mio's already basically told uh, Tetsuro that you're going to get, you know, you're going to get bit or you're, you know, how did how you put it? You're going to get bit in the end. Yeah. Something like that. You know, it's like you can get burned or bit in the end, you know. And then Tetsuro's like making fun of Kana because uh, she is oblivious to the fact that he's trying to help her to get with Kaito. And it's just it's just so much like uh, randomness there that I don't know exactly yeah. what's gonna really happen because you know if you're familiar with the rest of the original seas or the original uh, animators and the, the the first two animes and exactly how those kind of love triangles worked out too, I'm not seeing this. Yeah, oh, man. I'm not seeing where this is going. Don't you remember when high school was simple and there were just triangles and not. <laughs> Holly after gone. Yeah. Um. And then it cuts off. We see them taking their exams and stuff. And you just see Ichika looking through this whole thing. And you see a lot of red marks. But she seems <laughs> happy about it. And I'm like, okay. You got 67%. That's still a C. Yeah. And then it just goes, and now summer has started. Yes. Now <laughs> the actual filming that this is supposed to be about begins yeah next episode next episode so we'll have to find out what happens next and i'm not even lying i was laughing really really hard during these two episodes um and i'm looking forward to the next one a lot happens and you know it's good pacing but you know what doesn't have good pacing our next anime Mishana. And this segment is brought to you by Airport Fruit. It's delicious. Maybe. <laughs> um, when we last left off, the Tower of Sauron finally fell. No more I. Shauna proposes a new plan to fight. And first class, that's how the flame hazes travel. <laughs> um, yeah, if we, we can't really tell... KT's very bitter about this show. Just a little bit. I'm disappointed, you know? I'm so amped about it. And it's just really disappointing me. <laughs> and I can't really say that too much. I'm still a fan of the show. It's just, I just wish there was just a little more better pacing, like we Yeah. Discussed. But instead, we now begin the episode with, like... Shauna trying to like get all of them like she's trying to rally her renegade troops pretty much when we first get the scene where we see this backdrop of like obviously the world and we we assume is the flame haze leaders then I realize it's a theater yeah they're in a movie theater they're in a movie theater I mean like for some uh, group that's so important big organized group and everything they congregate into a theater where you're all looking forward not be able to just like discuss with one another anything and 
I'm just going like, what? Let's talk about limited resources. I know. It, it's like these guys are supposed to be the protectors of the human race, and they have meetings in the most ridiculous places ever, like the first class lounge, a movie theater. Really? Um, and then, uh, before I forget, a shout out to, uh, Ice Cream Rocks and Number for telling us, uh, uh, he left a YouTube comment on one of our episodes telling us the avatars that all the flame hazes use are called, uh, Coxitus or our Cositus. Something like that. Cositus. Yeah. Cositus, I'm guessing. So, thank yeah, you for that. You know, see? See, all you have to do to get read on air is leave comments or send us emails at kitaiktdata.net. Just saying. Um, and if we are completely in the wrong, which I usually am. Oh, we are always in the wrong. Are you kidding me, Nita? <laughs> when are we right? <laughs> Good question. When are we? Yeah, so... this. So, Shauna arrives in New York... And she's just sitting there with uh, what's her face that has a two coxy or cositus. Um, and the girl's go like, "How do I talk to this girl? She just seems so. She doesn't seem to talk or anything. It's like, oh, maybe I'll offer her some of this fruit. So Shauna takes a raspberry, pops it in her mouth, and she's like, "Mmm, delicious!" And I'm just looking at her like, really? Last time I had airport food, it was disgusting. <laughs> and there's just whole, this whole scene. It's like, oh, you want to try some more? And like, nah, nah, nah. I'm like, oh. yeah, so she's, just, she's like feeding her cup, a cup of fruit. And it was just, it was just like Shauna's never had fruit before. It, it, it was just, it was slightly amusing. Yeah, it's like, Carmel, how did you raise this child? <laughs> I just don't understand. Um. So after the fruit scene, you just see this group of people like gathered and they're like, oh, the flight's here. And then all of a sudden the crowd disperses and there's these three people there, which just happened. Two. Or There's only the two. There's only two? I thought they were all. Yeah. yeah. The third, oh, the, yeah. Okay. Of the, guys the, of the three like Earth gods, one of them was at the bar when they originally were discussing everything yeah. before. Then they go to the airport to pick up the other two. Yeah. So... There's the two there, and uh, Dito, you can take this one away. I'm okay, not, God. Um, <laughs> Breathe first. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Yeah, okay, so this is going to be a pretty long a bit right here. All right, so I'm going to read the notes in this one because, God, if I'm going to remember how to say this all. All right, we've made a – we made comments in the past on how uh, the Shauna and Flame Hayes names are incredibly long. This is a doozy. Here we go. It is one of the gods, uh, Earth gods, is... I'm going to screw this up so bad. KT is going to laugh at me. I'm already laughing at you. <laughs> screw you. <laughs> uh, what All a right. good friendship we have, right? Yes. Okay. It is Tazgapala, the pipe of the hesitation and fear, and the man who shadows the path of death and his flame haze name is South Valley. The evoker of demon horde is what I, they gave me on this. 
And I'm just going, oh, God, I'm going to have to type all that in because I'm not going to remember that to save my life. Oh, wait, wait. Then, you, got, you got one more, Dino. No, not, you got one more. I'm not done. I got one more. <laughs> oh. uh, the other one's a priestess. Uh, the priestess of the bell cleansing flutter. Calico-lit-ku. I'm just not going to leave it at that. Before I get old, Dito. Unless you could do better. Save me. The one who dances before the surge, surging sea, also known as the Whirler of Mighty Winds West Shore. <laughs> Holy uh, crap. Really? Yeah. I, 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 I love that. Fun of it at all, but this is like incredibly long and winded even for me. Uh, yeah. now, you, now you know how I felt when I had to read that CES ad that I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> that that at least that was something this was just like those two names alone take up but like that much that much of my spreadsheet yeah um but like and then this is the disappointing part about this episode well one of the disappointing things about this episode is that in the last in, in in the last episode they built it up so much that shauna was going to go to new york and talk to the rest of the earth gods and try to convince them and i'm like oh this is going to be some dramatic diatribe where she says something very powerful and everything and all of them are in the bar you know they're like so why should we help you and she essentially just repeats what the other guy said and they're like all right sure we'll help you i'm like Well, the thing that made me laugh was that, um, did lack of a better term of his whole friggin' name, is we're gonna call him South Valley. <clears throat> Excuse me. It just goes like we're not like the traditional flame hazes and everything. So he's he's obviously like the rebel one that just kind of does things in his own, you know, his own cue, if you will, and wants to hear her explanation and why they should even bother trying to fight and then this repeats what the other the other guy who sac sacrificed himself in the rain tries to tell them and he's just kind of like okay yeah i'm like ah <laughs> oh, man and like because like the preview for the episode it looked like it was going to be some intense talk or something no two minutes we're done <laughs> yeah and they're only explaining like how the um, the West Shore was saying that all the Xanadu is uh, we need to stop it because the the denizens cannot have their own world. That's a, more than enough to stop them. Blah blah blah. So I'm sitting there going like, okay, okay. At least she has some valid reasons. The other guy, and then um, South Valley is just kind of like, I just want to hear which what our other comrade had to say. Is like I I died get you guys off your asses and moving sounds good enough let's party up with you and then that's it yeah that's, that's all it took um and then <laughs> and then this is where the episode just i was like is it over yet is it over um you see uh yoshida and tanaka they're visiting yuji's parents house because his dad 
is home. Yeah, he's home. Yeah, he's home. And as they're saying goodbye, they after Yuji's parents go in, they turn around and Yuji's there. And they're they're like, what? And then Yuji's like, um, Yoshida, I need you to come with me. I need your help. Um, then they go into this crazy diatribe on why should we help you and stuff and Yuji's like let's go take a walk and they're like you're not going to take no for an answer it's like no we might as well walk and I love this whole scene just because that in the past like they really never made much explanation like solid explanation to what Yuji's trying to accomplish and they really still haven't but it seems like his persuasion of talking to them eventually Tanaka understands like, oh, Yuji's already realized how powerless is he is, blah, blah, but he's still willing to fight. Yoshida is the same way too, and I'm going to do the same. I'm going like, okay, um, what I understand of what he's trying to accomplish is he's going to open up a parallel dimension mimicking Earth, mind you. Oh, to Misaki City, which is he's basing it on for, I guess, just for whatever reasons. Uh, he can go anywhere in the world to do this, but he decides to base it in Misaki City. And to create a world for denizens that don't need to require anything that, like, what the essence, human essence provides in this world because they won't need it or something. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. But yakety 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 yak. That's literally the whole entire episode. I'm like, seriously, I th- we're on episode like what are 17. we? Seventeen. And yakety yak. You're still setting up the storyline. Seriously. <laughs> They're setting. They spend the last seventeen episodes setting up to ah. this episode, where. Yeah. It, it needed this. And honestly, I really believe it needed this because they are pushing this third, the third and final season really heavily. Because this, if they didn't, because they never explained anything much about the flame hazes yeah. or anything about the outlaw, you know, really too much detail. They just kind of said, this is an organization, this is what they do, this is how they fight, and this is the cycle. That's pretty much what they've given the last two seasons. Yeah. Never explain much about this, these organizations because that's where they're bringing in all these flame hazes and start this war and yada yada. Yeah, but what's stupid is like how Tanaka does all this. He's like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to bed and live the rest of my life as a normal human being. Let me shake your hand, Yuji. Peace. <laughs> he, just, he just basically just gave up. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? Um... So it's like, but the thing is too is like Yuji did promise that he's going to protect Misaki City and everything. That he's not going to let anything really happen. And yeah, I guess I gave just Tanaka just that much more confidence in him, saying that you're right. I should trust you for this. I don't know how to explain his his like justification on how he just outright said to Yuji. I trust you with my life. I'm going. This looks stupid. You know, that's no, that's like no. It's not that. It's that he must have some serious problems. 
even if it was my best friend, he talked like that, telling me that you're gonna change, you're gonna create a whole world for these monsters to live in by opening up a gateway and letting all the essence fly through, and you expect me to think that nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. All right, I, I support you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. Ah, uh, but so episode ends off with uh, what's her face? Going with Yuji, meeting the uh, the uh, three generals up top, and a the uh, Shiriden just appearing above Misaki City. Yeah, and that goes into our next episode. And I don't know why they did this. I don't know what either, but it seems like that all the people just find it very odd to see a floating piece of material. How did I write this? A floating rock before. It's like they just have never seen one for some odd reason. Yeah, and they just go for like two whole minutes of just showing people go, huh? <laughs> and then people screaming, and it's just like, alrighty, so if I was there, I'm sorry, but if I would just w- looked out my window, just saw a big floating rock, and be like, the hell? Yeah, that's... <laughs> pretty much all you needed and uh then after that the the um the hiraden when they're they're on this platform and uh yuji goes on to his throne with the uh three generals on these pedestals and uh um yoshida she's standing in that that green i think it's called the hiraden isn't it um i can't remember how they called it but it's like the lookout crystal or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's the essentially the map of Misaki City and they're like, "Oh, we need you here because you helped redraw the mystical power lines." And yeah, it's essentially energy. like in the second episode when all the when the unrestricted spells started to mess up with the fabric of Misaki City, I guess how they put it. Uh they had to what's called tune it back together and yoshida who is born raised there knows the city so she was the one who was like the medium to tune the city and that's why um yuji needs yoshida is because she knows where all these tune points is so that they can use that as the next medium to essentially draw the essence of what misaki city is into the large holes that they're calling it <laughs> to make this this, this mirror image uh, of Misaki City for the denizens. Yeah. Um, and the stupid thing is they call it a anti-seal, but I'm like, alright, you have all these intricate names for all these characters, and you couldn't think of anything more creative than anti-seal. <laughs> no, but they did do something even better than that. They brought back uh, the crazy mad scientist. <laughs> start up everything and he just goes into this big elaborate just like blah 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 and then yeah, Yoshi, Yoshida is just looks and just gets scared of this guy in a bubble yeah. mind you bubble and of all the things itself he's just like oh push my yeah Boop, it was he, like so anticlimactic I yeah. loved it he just makes this thing alright we gotta get this this and this and then I press the button <laughs> uh, exactly it was just it was just so perfect uh, there's just like it's just like the calmest we've ever seen this character who's just absolutely insane off the walls. And she's like, press the button. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, and you know, then she gets all scared. And uh oh, what's that guy's name? A uh Lami. Lami, I guess beams her into the little map thing so she can redraw all the energies and she starts getting scared because she starts seeing everything blown up. And uh he's like, Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I, I must have turned it to eleven already. My bad, my bad. <laughs> to eleven. Oh man. No, I de- I determined this much too. It's like if I ever became a criminal, like a Denzin god, you know, just like Alistair and everything himself, I would be probably Marco because I would so mess with my master. I <laughs> wouldn't care who they were, how powerful they were. I would give so much crap and just mess with my master. I determined I'm pretty much Marco at this point. Yeah. Um. And then after all the powers all released, we see uh, Hecate. She's floating and it's like oh it's my turn and uh what's his face the general's like till later <laughs> yeah it was like thousand I, I don't remember his name but they call him like the thousand uh face or the thousand morphed um dude yeah and I'll, I'll, I'll eventually write that name in because i should remember his name anyways they explained to yoshida that ex- exactly what her purpose is and this brings a good light in too because i never knew exactly hecate's purpose really was i thought she was like the leader of ball mass for the longest time until yuji took the place and so it turns out that her sole reason to exist is to sacrifice herself so uh the god of creation's real form can be revived and every time they need to revive her, she form her her spiritual form comes again. So she just goes into this endless cycle of being Wish created, me. sacrificing herself, and being created yet again when she's needed. But they didn't. They did give a like a, be, a kind of a the double edged sword of it too, because for whatever she is like found that her power is needed she's brought into existence then when she needs and she sacrifices herself a wish is granted depending on what kind of wish it is is the time period between and when she'll actually kind of reincarnate herself and he's trying to create a whole world so might be a while. that might take a bit yeah. I, I hope you don't have any like exceeding credit card debt you need to pay soon <laughs> yeah and that's pretty much we probably won't see her ever again because this is supposedly the final season of Shauna. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty sure we're never going to see Hecate again. Yeah. Um, so, you know, all the uh, Tomagara are just pretty much pil- pilgrimaging to Misaki City now because they hear the declaration from Yuji saying, everybody come here so we can create this new world and everything. And so people are just coming up, and right at the end, we see the remaining three Earth gods just show up. And this, um, oh, this is awesome. The uh, crazy guy with the super long name that Dito can try to read again, but I won't. <laughs> uh, we're just, we're, I thought we were just going to call him South Valley. Yeah, South Valley, he shows up, and he has, like, the coolest attack ever. 
he has these like idol things that eat up the Tomagara, and after they eat them up, they replicate, and it's like, eat my little ones, eat and replicate all around the world. <laughs> yeah, I just found that to be hilarious because he reminds me of like when the when the character, oh, what was his name from um, Blaze Blue, the, the snake guy with the shift with like the like the snake eyes. Oh god. So uh, I will remember this eventually. But he reminds me of him just like so mistrusting that you can't really do anything. But then he just turns out to be like one of the most cynical people that you could possibly have g- gathered as a as a character because he's so he's like so powerful and knows it, but he doesn't yeah. give a rat's ass. You just go yeah, and then after that it shows the uh oh the, the West Shore. West Shore. And she's and you know, she just shows up and they all start firing attacks at her and she makes these uh <laughs> magical for it, fish go these goldfish yeah. come up and it like absorbs all their attacks and then all of a sudden in mother russia the fish eat you so the fish just attack all the tomagara and they don't like totally destroy them they're in the fish and you just see them falling into the water and all of a sudden <laughs> totally kills them <laughs> and yeah, i'm like just, like I don't know what to explain. Just digests them. Yeah, it's it's ew, it's crazy. And finally, we see Shauna and crew make their way towards the Shiri Den, off to do what they do. And I am praying the next episode has less yakking and more battles. <laughs> well, it's gonna have to because they took the first swings, but I have a feeling they're going to go into explanation on why but that's next episode oh so that's and that's it for shauna honestly um that's it for the show dito actually we've ran long again but we expected this because guilty crown has gotten amazing so uh you know make sure you guys any feedback like KT Dito, your shows are way too long. Email us at kita at ktdata.net. Um, make sure you check or us two, out in two weeks, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, two weeks, which will be the 28th. Yeah, February 28th is our next show. And if you even feel like you want to yell at me for making very long blog posts on the ktdata.net, be sure to let me know because I have fixed that now. Yeah. Um, if, like I said, you want to watch us live, ktdata.net slash live. Everything else is at ktdata.net. I have CES videos. I'm uploading right after I get this video out. I'm going to probably encode them all at the same time overnight and just upload like crazy. So watch out for that. Dito's got even more stuff he's writing up, I think, right? Yes, I'll be doing some. I have to do one more review because of all the stuff I've got from my big box of doom. Uh, you probably know my last three. I'm still going to be doing caster from fate extra. And then at uh, actually at the end of the by Kate or when KT or bleh, when Kita comes out next week, I'll be getting two new games. Look forward to seeing Yay! Hyperdimension Neptunia Mark II review and also Phantom Breaker for the Xbox 360. Yep, and uh, so that's it, guys. Again, thank you for all who watch, who come live, who watch after. I love you guys all. Dito, it's fun. I'm glad that you decided to fight off the swarms of girls that were wanting to be your Valentine's Day and showing up here. At least, hey, I 
I'm wearing a buttoned up shirt for you. I'm, I'm like dressed up, so I put some effort into this. I'm like, oh man, I don't have anything for you. Uh, yeah. here, I have this. So, thank you, Moose Hat. Oh, <laughs> I um, used to work there. <laughs> but so that's all. So we will see you guys in two weeks. Later, guys. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Woo, I can feel the caffeine pill wearing off. <laughs> All right. Yeah, right. It's because I really talk like this in real life. <sighs> You're getting all pixely on me, Dito. Ship out pixely. All right. All right. Videos recording. Caffeine on maximum. You ready, Dito? No. Good. Let's do it.